What's up, Rams fans? Welcome into Rams Showcase. My name is Sheriff Joe Bags. Tonight, we are waiting on the schedule. We are also waiting on new uniforms. Plus, we take a peek at the Rams' rookie class and the numbers that they have selected for their uniforms. And later on, we have breakout candidates for each position. Before we hop in, make sure you follow the Rams Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Rams Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags just about everywhere. For all of your latest Ram Showcase content, check out ramshowcase.com. While you're there, take a peek at our shirts. We do have merch, and that is the best way to support the show if that isn't something that you are interested in doing. So let's go ahead and hop in. Uh, the NFL schedule is expected to be released this week on uh, May 11th, but we are hearing that there is potential delays in this. And I guess my open note here to the NFL is is don't don't overthink it, NFL, all right? just get Just get the games played. It doesn't need to be perfect. It can't be perfect. We're not going to have every primetime game come down to the wire. Some of them are going to be blowouts. Some of, them, some of them are going to be a bummer. Some of the best games of the season are going to be in the early slot on Sunday. And NFL, that's okay. We just need the games to be played. It doesn't matter if uh, the best games are always the primetime games every single week. Um, that's just not realistic to, to, to hope for that. I honestly, I think that the whole schedule thing, I get it. I know that you want to have like Aaron Rodgers in primetime week one now that he's with a new team. And uh, obviously the, the Chiefs are going to get the the opener and stuff like that. But when we're getting into the the thick of, you know, week 13, it we're not going to be able to know if Monday Night Football is going to be insane for that, that week or not. Some teams are going to be better than we expected coming in right now. And some teams are going to be worse than we expect them to be right now. So that's just the way it is. Monday Night Football, Rams at Packers last year. We thought that that was going to be a playoff seeding, a very critical matchup in uh, that time of the year, especially in December time. And uh, no, it, it wasn't. All right. Neither team was in the playoffs at the at the end of the season. So it just ended up being a little bit of a dud. And guess what, NFL? That's OK. It's going to be all right. So we just need the games played. And uh, I'm just, uh, I am antsy to see this schedule because, of course, I do want to make it out to SoFi again, also looking at potentially other cities. But, hey, we need to schedule first. Last year, I made so many plans on so many different games that I wanted to go see, like the Rams and Broncos. It landed on Christmas Day. The Rams and Chargers, New Year's Day. Rams and Bills. It was the opener. So, it just didn't work out. I'm just antsy for the schedule to release, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see what what the, the NFL schedule makers think of the Rams, as uh, we now know that uh, the the way that the schedule unfolds is very much how the NFL thinks that you're going to do. So if uh, you come out with, you know, two primetime games, the NFL doesn't really love you this year, and they don't think that you're going to be a hot ticket item uh, throughout the season. But if you can walk away with five, six primetime games, the league thinks that you are a Super Bowl contender. That is basically what that tells us. Uh, also, just wanted to to give a quick little uh, comment on uh, upcoming uniforms. We have no update on the Rams' new uniforms. I am seeing that some people seem to think that it's coming out next year. All indications do uh, tell us that they are coming out this year. There's other teams that, of course, we've, we've seen the Cardinals release their uniforms. We have the Titans uh, doing a tease for their new uniforms. The Browns are doing a vote right now for a new logo, so... They could potentially be getting some updated uniforms as well. Uh, the Rams, though, been very, very quiet. All I'm going to say on this, and I don't want this to be like the main takeaway from this because uh, we are, like I said, expecting new uniforms. I kind of expect them anytime now, and I'm assuming that we'll get about a 24-hour notice uh, from the team and the social media team 
of when they'll be released. We'll kind of get like a like a heads up kind of thing uh, of like a 24 hours kind of deal. That's what I'm guessing uh, that we'll see. But I wanted to point out here uh, just briefly that we are seeing a rise in Navy being incorporated into different Rams merch. And no, I'm not talking about throwbacks, which is what I think a lot of people thought that I was talking about when I tweeted this out, that um, that we're seeing a rise in Navy. What I will tell you is that according to the Rams official website, if you do go into kind of the, the back end of the website, uh, so to speak, uh, places that you kind of need to, uh, they, they, they don't have links anymore for them. It's like the Rams.com slash media, and you can kind of dive into there. Um, you can't just get through there on your own. You got to put the slash media. Um, so it's not a, a just a findable page like that. But uh, once you do that, you kind of dig around a little bit and you will see that the Rams do officially have a navy color in their color scheme, but it is not currently used on any uniforms. We did see it a little bit. Um, there was, you know, some in the like the draft trailer and that or the um, excuse me, the um, the behind the grind, which is unbelievable. I don't have that in my notes here to talk about behind the grind. Uh, watch it though. It is so good, especially this year. I think that they really took a step up uh, with that, but that's all kind of beside the point here uh, that I'm trying to make is that we are seeing a rise in some Navy gear that these people are wearing and it's not throwbacks like I'm saying. So no, I'm not necessarily expecting a Navy uniform or jersey for the Rams, but don't be surprised if Navy does pop into these new uniforms that we are expecting to get this year. Also, we did see a report come out that the Rams declined a trade offer that did include running back DeAndre Swift. Um, I know that this news is uh, being talked about quite a bit. Um, I'll be honest, I, I think it makes total sense that the Rams would decline this. I know that it is a topic of conversation, uh, but of course with uh, Zach Evans coming via draft and the, the running back room that the Rams already had entering the draft with you know Cam Akers, Kyron Williams, it makes total sense that they wouldn't want DeAndre Swift. And also, how much cooler is it for Swift that he now gets to go back to Philly, uh, which I believe is his hometown. Uh, I know his nickname was Philly. So uh, it seems appropriate that he's going to go play for the team that he grew up rooting for out in Philadelphia. So DeAndre Swift uh, not coming to the Rams makes total sense to me. And I'm surprised that uh, this is uh, as big of a conversation as it uh, has been kind of... Um, uh, alluded to as far as uh, the Rams saying no to DeAndre Swift. It makes total sense that they would say no to DeAndre Swift. And then also Sean McVay officially immortalized with uh, Miami, Ohio, Ohio's cradle of coaches. He did get that statue. Uh, photos of that definitely uh, well covered by the, uh, the Rams social media team and uh, others. But really cool. Looks like he is very much deep in thought. He, uh, they absolutely nailed his haircut. And uh, it's good to see that uh, they did put the the LA logo on onto his chest, not uh, not just leaving it blank there uh, for any potential future changes in any regards. So, uh, pretty cool to see that uh, Coach McVay is officially immortalized. Of course, one of two Super Bowl champion coaches that this this team has ever seen. So that is really awesome. I uh, I mean, in company with Dick Vermeil is obviously exactly where you want to be uh, as far as a coach goes. Let's go ahead and hop into this rookie class. And so before I get started here, um, if you want to take a peek at my expectations for all of these players and what I think that they could potentially bring to the team this year, there is a page for that up on ramshowcase.com. I'll go ahead and link it below wherever you are hearing me uh, so you can check it out there. I kind of dive into uh, a little bit about the player and, and who they are and where they're coming from. 
and then uh, what I believe that they could potentially bring to the team this year. And I kind of give a best-case scenario, a worst-case scenario for each one as well. Uh, so I'll link that below. You can also read that uh, at uh, ramshowcase.com. So let's go ahead and start with the first pick of the Rams draft class. We have number 73, Steve Avila. So uh, Avila, he is, uh, he's got a legitimate chance to start entering his rookie season. His versatility up front definitely uh, makes him the perfect Rams offensive lineman. But again, go into more details on that at ramshowcase.com. So let's take a look at the number history, the number 73 for Avila, who is going to be uh, taking that number over for David Edwards, who had worn it, worn it the most recently. First ever to don 73 was Jack Halliday in 1951. I would say the best player to ever rock the 73 for the Rams is uh, Charlie Cohen from 61 to 75, so definitely a big gap there. And other other notable players that have worn this number, we have, of course, Jimmy Kennedy, Greg Robinson, a fan favorite, of course, and uh, Adam Goldberg, who I, I feel like people forget about, but man, he was, uh, he was awesome on that Rams offensive line. The next pick for the Rams, Byron Young, will wear number zero. So Young, of course, uh, he could also start immediately upon being drafted. Young might actually be the most talented edge rusher on the roster. And as far as the number history goes, well, there is a new number rule. Number zero, for the first time, is being able to be worn in the NFL. So there is no number zero history. Byron Young is the first Ram to ever wear this number. So we'll see how uh, how he holds it up and if this number is going to be one of those that is all-time cursed or if, hey, maybe zero is absolutely awesome. I myself, I know I kind of get like grumpy old man vibes when it comes to my my preferences on certain things. I don't like the number zero as far as uh, a uniform goes. I think it opens you up to to jokes, and that's just it. That is really the biggest part of it. I think it it just opens you up to jokes. I also think it looks a little bit silly. It looks a little bit like a mascot kind of number uh, to me. So I'm not the biggest fan of this um, this number being worn on any jersey. But um, hey, Byron Young, maybe he'll make it look awesome to me, and maybe I'll turn that around uh, here uh, here soon. Next up, we have Kobe Turner along the defensive line. He is entering a position that the Rams did lose some guys at, and uh, Turner could absolutely get some ample playing time early on. But he will wear number 91, which was most recently worn by Greg Rob or excuse me, Greg Gaines. Lorel Murchison also rocked the 91 this past year. The first ever 91 in Rams history, Kyle Borland in 87, so did take a little bit of time. The best ever to wear it, well, of course, that would be Kevin Green, the Hall of Famer. Other notables, though, some incredible talent to wear the number 91. We have Chris Long. We have Leonard Little. We also have Leslie O'Neill, who, of course, did spend the bulk of his awesomeness as a Charger, but did, um, of course, make his, make his time with the Rams rocking that number 91. Next up, quarterback Stetson Bennett. Uh, Benny, Bennett will, uh, honestly, um, my, my assessment on Bennett is very, very simple. I think that he's Stafford's backup this year. I don't think that Rippon takes that job from him, uh, who was recently signed. I don't. I think that Beth Bennett is going to be QB two as we go into this year, mainly because this is very much a draft and develop kind of season. Having Rippin is nice. That's awesome. But um, I think that that just keeping Stetson Bennett as your backup this year, I think, just makes way more sense, especially considering just the whole vibe of this team this year, which very much is draft and develop. Let's get these guys on the field. Let's see what these guys can do. Let's just get them out there. And, and, and it's going to be like, I just feel like he's going to be the backup. So I also though, in fairness, 
I think that he's just a backup quarterback. I think that he'll be the backup to Matthew Stafford, and then I also think that he's going to be the backup to our next quarterback. But I like Stetson Bennett as a QB, too. I think that that's a good role for him. He's got very much like those Baker Mayfield vibes where he can make some things happen. He's got a good enough arm, and he's also got a history of winning, which I absolutely love to see as well. Uh, but Bennett, rocking the number 13, of course, most recently worn by the Wolf Owl, John Wolford, uh, who was wearing that on the bench. The first player to ever wear this number, of course, Jim Turner. The best, I don't think that there's really much argument for this uh, This one here, is the best 13 for the Rams in history would, of course, go to quarterback Kurt Warner. And another notable that I have here is just uh, wide receiver Chris Givens, who did wear that number for a short time. Moving on, we have number 31, Nick Hampton, who is a linebacker. Uh, I'm guessing that we see Hampton get in with some rotation, but uh, I'm not sure that his rookie season is the one we need to be super excited about. I think that some development needs to happen here, and in the future we will see uh, a bigger jump from him as he just gets some time in the NFL. Uh, But on the bright side for him, uh, this is a position that the Rams definitely needed some people at, so he definitely could get in there. Uh, but rocking the number 31, most recently worn by Robert Rochelle, who we will talk about here uh, in a little bit, uh, vacating that number uh, to open it up for Hampton. Uh, first ever Ram to wear 31 was Ted Livingston in the late 30s. The best ever. Uh, I got to give it to Adam Archuleta for this one. I, I don't know if it's really that close for others, but in my mind, Adam Archuleta, Archuleta is the clear-cut best 31 this team's ever had. Some other notables, uh, a lot of safety action here, a lot of secondary action here. Uh, Mo Alexander, uh, I put him on the notable list simply because I absolutely loved his story where he was working at the Edward Jones Dome, cleaning up after Rams games, and then, of course, did make it onto the roster. After that, Cortland Finnegan, uh, who, I I mean, there's a game against, uh, at the at the time, I'm allowed to say it because it was their name at the time, the Washington Redskins, uh, where Cortland Finnegan won the game for the Rams. He uh, got into the the head of a wide receiver. The wide receiver stood up and threw the ball at Cortland Finnegan, which caused a penalty and pushed the Redskins out of field goal range and uh, ultimately leading to a Rams win. And then uh, also Amp Lee, who uh, I would say is is in there with the the Adam Archuleta conversation as far as best 31 in uh, Rams history. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Next up, we have offensive lineman Warren McClendon, who I really think is one of the more underrated picks for the Rams. McClendon could absolutely be the number two slot for multiple positions up front. And uh, preseason snaps, I think, will tell us a lot about where where he might be able to play as far as time-wise. I think that we'll see in preseason whether this guy is really ready to get get going and he like he could step into a starting role and be okay, or if he needs some time to develop. And I think that the Rams will allow that time to happen. Uh, but I don't necessarily, I won't be surprised if he's not a starter right away, but I do think that with his skill set and the way that he played in college, I think that he can, it, with the right uh, path of development, uh, become a, a full-time starter on this team. 
Uh, he will be wearing the number 71, who was most recently worn by Bobby Evans. I am still looking to find what number Bobby Evans is expected to wear. Um, I have not seen that information yet, uh, but Bobby Evans in that 71 last year. The first Ram to wear 71 was Tom Dons from, uh, well, that was in the early 50s, so it's been a little bit. The best ever, Joe Sabelli in the 61 to 75, so a big gap for the for Sabelli for that number 71. In another notable here, we have Reggie Doss, who uh, I know that there's somebody out there that just they just blew their mind by hearing that name uh, come out of the mouth of a 31-year-old in 2023, but here we are, right? Reggie Doss. Uh, next up, number 87 uh, for Davis Allen, the tight end. Uh, Allen does seem to be a pretty good red zone target, but I am concerned that we see a very Jacob Harris-like preseason uh, as far as the hype goes around Davis Allen because I do fully expect that Tyler Higby and Bryson Hopkins will be the main guys as we enter the season at the position. Uh, but most recently, 87, maybe this is maybe this is where my brain is going with it because that is most recently worn by Jacob Harris, another one that I do not have an updated number on. Uh, at this time, the first 87 in Rams history would be John Adams back in 1963. The best ever, got to give it to, of course, Billy Truex. And then uh, notables as well, we have Drew Hill, who I know plenty of people remember. And then, of course, Ricky Prohl, who has uh, certainly some iconic moments when it comes to his Rams history. Next up, wide receiver Puka Nakua. A legitimate boomer bust player. Uh, I really think that he could develop into our next Robert Woods at best. Uh, and at worst, I think he's got an Allen Robinson type season. And uh, maybe injuries derail his development. So we'll have to see what uh, what uh, Nakua is able to do out on the field. But he is going to be wearing number 17. Of course, most recently worn by quarterback Baker Mayfield, who is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And had uh, quite the interesting little little story this last year as uh, he was able to defeat a few AFC West teams, but uh, ultimately did kind of struggle. Um, the first ever number 17 for the Rams was uh, Ted Rosequist, who uh, wore that number back in 1937. The best number 17 for the Rams, I gotta give it to Robert Woods. I don't think that there's really that much of a case for some of these other guys, although uh, some of our other notables here, we have Charlie Britt, Donnie Avery, also Case Keenum. Uh, I threw those names in there just because I feel like they're uh, being a little bit more recent. I think uh, other people might might kind of remember them. Uh, let's go next here is going to be uh, Travius Hodges Tomlinson, or as he introduced himself as Trey Tomlinson. So I'll probably start uh, kind of gearing over to that side. I just don't want to be disrespectful as far as the name goes. Uh, his full name is Travius Hodges Tomlinson, which I know is kind of uh, it's a it's a longer name, but. Hey, that is his name, so it is appropriate to call him that, right? But as he, like I said, as he introduced himself as Trey Tomlinson, maybe we'll start gearing towards that. He is undersized, but definitely quite the competitor. Obviously, that pencils in as a Mighty Mouse nickname, um, but um, I'm obviously open to suggestions here because that does seem like the easy answer here. Um, and I, I got to be honest, this is probably the player that I'm most excited about in this entire draft class. I'm really excited to see what Tomlinson can do, um, but... He is going to be wearing number six. Uh, that was most recently worn by Darian Kendrick, who is now going to be in a new number. The first ever six for the Rams was Mark Barber back in 1937. The best number six for the Rams. I don't think there's any question here. That would go to punter Johnny Hecker, who is still playing in the NFL, but he is now with the Carolina Panthers. And another notable number six is going to be John Misko. Number 32 is going to be worn by O'Shawn Mathis. Uh, very Nick Hampton vibes to me. He, he does enter a position where the Rams did need some bodies at. 
But Byron Young seems to be uh, really the standout at that position as far as this draft class goes. But again, O'Shawn uh, Mathis in number 32, most recently worn by Traven Howard. First ever worn in 1938 by Corby Davis, the best number 32 in Rams history. I'm going to go ahead and give that to Jack Party. And then uh, other notables, we have Toby Wright, we have Dre Bly, as well as Cullen Bryant, who uh, definitely uh, is, a, is a name that I recognize uh, very, very much uh, simply because he is from my hometown. So uh, he went to Colorado and uh, he ended up uh, unfortunately also passing away in his home in Manitou Springs, which is uh, right around the corner essentially from me. So Cullen Bryant uh, and Dre Bly, those are two names that I definitely remember wearing the number 32 uh, for the Rams. Next up, we'll move on to running back Zach Evans, who is definitely extremely talented. Bit of an injury history, but if he can stay healthy, he could definitely have an impact. I do feel, though, that uh, Akers and Williams kind of have this position under control. So we'll see if Evans even gets a good chunk of carries. I'm guessing that if he does, it's because something bad happened uh, to the depth chart above him. But he is going to be wearing number 21 at the running back position, most recently worn by uh, Russ Yeast, who has switched his number uh, because he is still a Ram. The first ever 21 for the Rams uh, would be uh, Branko Smilanic. I feel like I ruined that, but it is also a name that has not been playing for quite a while. The best 21 for the Rams, I'm going to give it to Eddie Meter, although Nolan Cromwell, OJ Atagwe, Dexter McLeon, Janoris Jenkins, and Lawrence Phillips are other notables. Cromwell, Atagwe, uh, those are the only ones that I would feel comfortable giving a, a a good battle to Eddie Meter, but uh, it's it's definitely Meter as far as the best 21 in Rams history. Next up is Ethan Evans, a uh, punter who is uh, definitely uh, absolutely jacked. He uh, We just found out that he can deadlift like four two-two Atwells. That's pretty cool, um, but he, uh, he could definitely, that'll lead to some cool conversations, and I'm guessing that Ethan Evans, with how strong and jacked he is, Maybe we can see him absolutely blast a returner at some point this year, which would be really cool. Also, though, uh, he is a punter wearing number 42, which is uh, definitely an impact of this new numbering rule, as it would have needed to be 19 or below before. But now our punter will be number 42, which was most recently worn by long snapper Matthew Orzek. First ever by Bill Lazatich. I may have ruined that. I do apologize. He played in 1942. Best ever would be David Elmendorf, and another notable 42 would be Greg Bell. Definitely ringing some bells, I'm sure, with that name there. Uh, next up, Jason Taylor, the second, another player I'm really curious to watch in preseason. He may get some field time this year with our lack of a clear-cut starter next to Fuller, although I do expect Lake uh, to probably get in there. Um, there Maybe Yeast also could get, get some playing time ahead of Taylor, but I am excited to see him in preseason. Taylor will be rocking the number 25, most recently worn by running back Sony Michelle. Uh, first ever worn back in 1937 by Uki Miller, the best 25 in Rams history. I think it's a clear-cut case here for Jerry Gray, uh, but other uh, notable 25s. Of course, TJ McDonald, who uh, spent those, uh, those last few years as a St. Louis Ram, and then a Bernie Casey as well. And then uh, next up, Mr. Irrelevant, Deshaun Johnson, uh, certainly a guy who could pop uh, pop up and find his way into the rotation this year, but with three edge rushers drafted ahead of him, his camp and preseason I think are pretty critical. Um, I think most likely Deshaun Johnson could, uh, he could, 
I mean, he could get onto the the actual the actual roster, but maybe not be active on game days. But I think more realistically, we we may see Deshaun Johnson on the practice squad. He's going to be wearing the number ninety four, which was most recently held by Ashawn Robinson, first ever worn in nineteen eighty three, which is very late for a number uh, to be popped up uh, popping up. But that was uh, Mike Wilcher. The best ever 94 for the Rams. I'm not sure if I would get any arguments here or not. Uh, I'm going to go with Robert Quinn, and I think that's a clear-cut case. Other notables, we do have Victor Adeanju, as well as Terry Crews, who uh, rocked the 94 in 91 uh, with his uh, short stint with the Rams, and of course now famous actor. Um, and other number changes as far as uh, some of because those are that was your draft class, all right? So again... Uh, that was your draft class, and if you want more information as far as who these guys are and what I expect them to actually bring to the football field, less so about just their numbers and what and the, the history of those numbers, but you can find that up on the web at ramsshowcase.com. Some number changes that we did see, though, is uh, wide receiver Tutu Atwell is moving away from the number 15, and he will wear number 5 now. The number history of this, uh, of course, most recently worn by Jalen Ramsey. First ever worn by Julie Alphonse, and uh, the best ever, I, mean, I am going to give it to Jalen Ramsey, um, because ultimately the Rams have not had a very hefty history at the number five. Uh, some other notables, uh, this will tell you everything you need to know about the number five history uh, as far as the Rams go, uh, with Ramsey being the number one there. Uh, we, al- we also have Sean Landetta. Donnie Jones and Nick Foles as your other notables. So yeah, Jalen Ramsey, a clear-cut uh, top number five as far as the Rams history goes. I've got to be honest, though. In my brain, I still see him as number 20. And uh, either way, he was a very short-term Ram. Uh, but uh, number five uh, for Ramsey, I think it makes total sense that he's the best one ever. Uh, moving on here, we have uh, Russ Yeast, who was wearing number 21, but will wear now number two as Zach Evans taken over that 21. Most recently, number two worn by Troy Hill. First ever uh, to wear number two was Johnny Drake. And the best number two in Rams history, I'm giving it to Robert Woods. And uh, yes, I know that uh, as far as like a, a 17 goes, you can also give it to Robert Woods. But um, I'm going to go ahead and give him the number two as well. Uh, did I say uh, number 17 here? Because that was um, with uh, Puka. Yeah, so um, with, yeah, Baker Mayfield, T- Todd Rosequist, and then Robert Woods, best number 17, and also the best number two. So Robert Woods uh, taking the cake for two two numbers for the Rams. That's pretty cool stuff. And I also have no other notables um, as far as number two goes, not worn by any uh, very historically relevant players. So maybe Yeast will be the one that breaks that uh, that mold a little bit. And uh, last one here, we'll go with uh, Robert Rochelle, who was wearing number 31, but now will wear number 8. Most recently, number 8, of course, worn by kicker Matt Gay. First ever worn by Carl Brumbaugh. And uh, I would say this one might might actually give some argument here. I'm going to say that the best number 8 in Rams history is actually Sam Bradford. And if you have a name that is better than Sam Bradford, please let me know because uh, I'm going to go ahead and lock in that I think that Sam Bradford is the best number 8. Unless you want to give it to Matt Gay, which I do think is 100% reasonable, uh, he did have one hell of a run as the Rams kicker in these most recent years. And uh, we'll wrap up here with just one thing. I wanted to go over a few breakout candidates at each position group um, because uh, this has been a, a bit of a conversation 
that I've seen uh, pretty heavy around uh, the social media world right now. And it's just breakout guys. So um, a, a conversation, uh, people are kind of picking one as like a defensive player and an offensive player maybe. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give one for each position. Some of these will be rookies, like the quarterback position where I'm going to give it to Stetson Bennett because, I mean, we can't really see a breakout from Matthew Stafford. He's a Super Bowl champion quarterback who has been in the league for quite a while now. So I think he's done broke out. All right. I think that that is in the past. Uh, so Stetson Bennett, because again, I don't think that Rippon is going to be the Rams backup. I know a lot of people do think that that is going to be the case. And, and hey, I might be wrong here. That's okay. But Stetson Bennett, I think, will be the Rams' backup quarterback. And if anything happens to Matthew Stafford, I think that that'll give us a good opportunity to see, can Stetson Bennett handle this? Can he bring some fire like a Baker Mayfield did late in the year last year? Next up at the running back position, uh, with Cam Akers, I think he kind of had a little bit of a breakout late last season. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say Kyron Williams because... I think that with the rotation now and now that there's no more Daryl Henderson, I think that Kyron Williams is in a good spot to really show us what he can do. And we saw some flashes last year where he is pretty shifty and he is hard to bring down. So I'm going to give it to Kyron Williams there. Wide receiver, uh, I think it's a clear cut here. Um, and I know that there's some some Ben Skoranek, the Scoplow fans out there that would be mad that I don't say him. But I think it's clear cut that this goes to Van Jefferson now that he really is the number two behind Cooper Cup. I think that he's in a really good spot now to have a really good season. And let's keep in mind that Van Jefferson and Matthew Stafford did not get any time together last year. Uh, so now they can kind of grow together. And I mean, we can go we can go point to the, the Super Bowl season, the very first touchdown, Matthew Stafford to Van Jefferson. It just kind of felt different at that moment. And again, last year, we didn't get to see those two guys together. So I'm excited to see them start the season together and then kind of keep keep that growth going. And uh, I'm really excited to see what Van Jefferson does this year, especially based on what he was doing late last season with quarterbacks literally that were playing two days after we signed them. And then Van Jefferson's catching a game-winning touchdown on Thursday night football from a guy we signed on Tuesday, uh, which is, is obviously great stuff there. So Van Jefferson, I think, is in a good spot right now. At the tight end spot, I'm going to give it to Bryson Hopkins. Um, Tyler Higby is probably the best Rams tight end in, in teams in team history. He's probably the best the best tight end we've ever had, which is not saying a whole lot because let's be honest here, Tyler Higby. I love Tyler Higby. I think Tyler Higby is awesome, but he always it seems like there's always just a little bit more to like left to be desired out of Tyler Higby's play. It's like there's always like a drop at a critical time. Where you're like, dang it, man. So. I'm going to go ahead and say Bryson Hopkins. I don't think he's getting talked about enough right now. And I'm excited to see what he does this year. Um, of course, you know, we also bring in you know the rookie. We also got uh, Hunter Long. So um, I think it it's clear that Higby and Hopkins are above those guys. And I would anticipate that Hopkins could have a pretty sweet season. On the offensive line, um, I kind of want to go with two players here. I want to say Logan Bruss um, simply because I think that he's uh, he's so well rested now, and after having to spend an entire his entire rookie season on the bench just watching, I think that he's going to come in pretty hungry. Um, but I'm also going to give it to rookie Steve uh, Avila because I think that he's just he seems to be the perfect offensive lineman for this Rams team, and I'm I'm kind of maybe I'm too hopeful here, but I think that he's going to have a big impact this year. 
Uh, moving over to the defensive side, let's go to the defensive line where I'm going to give it to Marquise Copeland. I think that this is an obvious choice as far as a breakout candidate goes. He has been, gotten in some rotation play uh, under guys like Ashawn Robinson and Greg Gaines, and he has played well when he's need, when he's been called upon. So I think that he's in a good spot this year. Uh, to I, At the very least, we're going to know exactly who Marquise Copeland is at the end of this year, which is really all you can ask for. Linebacker, I'm giving it to two different players here because, of course, we want to go inside and we want to go outside. I think Ernest Jones is in a spot to just absolutely dominate this year, and I wouldn't be surprised to see him get the captain patch, although I do think it does still go to Jordan Fuller, um, but I could see it going to Jones mainly because of his position. And also, I'm going to go to Daniel Hardy on the edge. If Hardy can stay healthy, I think he's a very talented edge rusher, and I think that him already knowing this defense gives him a little bit of a leg up. And if he can kind of develop into a good leadership role for some of these rookies that we've gotten, I mean, we drafted uh, plenty of edge rushers, but if he can come in and be a leader to these guys, I think that he's in a good spot. Cornerback, I'm going Robert Rochelle. Rochelle has always been one of these guys that's, he always seems like he's right on the edge of having a really, really like a, like an awesome breakout season, but he always seems to fall short of that. So with the, the loss of Troy Hill, the loss of Jalen Ramsey, I think that Robert Rochelle, this is the year. If Robert Rochelle doesn't, doesn't, doesn't do it this year, then maybe it's just time to move on. But I think that he's in a good spot right now. That I mean, he's got the situation. Now, is he going to grab it and hold on to it, or is he going to let it kind of slip away? That's the, that's the question that needs to be answered, but I like Robert Rochelle. I think that he's in a good spot this year. And at the safety spot, we'll wrap it up with uh, Quentin Lake, who I think Really, the the attention that he's been getting right now as far as um, socials and stuff like that, I think is a little bit telling uh, that he really could like. And, and I know maybe, maybe that doesn't make a lot of sense is that like just because like you're being on social media that that means anything. But I do think it means something because it, when the Rams are trying to get a player in front of you and trying to like make them a human in front of you. They're trying to build fandom there and that everything is done on socials and all this stuff is done very much on purpose. And I think that Quentin Lake popping up into a lot of this stuff is telling for us. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a Lake and Fuller combo at the safety spot and we'll see what the dude can do. And he's he does have some versatility where he can um, he can kind of come up in, in the nickel spot if he needs to. Although we have really good nickels right now in both Durant and Tomlinson that I really like. Uh, so we'll see what Lake can do this year and maybe fill into that uh, Taylor Rapp role a little bit, um, which I'm excited about to see somebody else kind of filling that role, um, as, uh, as I did think that Taylor Rapp did have weaknesses in his game. So maybe we can see uh, something awesome out of Quentin, Quentin Lake. Uh, but that is it for your breakout candidates, Stetson Bennett, Kyron Williams, Van Jefferson, Bryson Hopkins, Steve Avila and Logan Bruss, Marquise Copeland, Daniel Hardy, Ernest Jones, Robert Rochelle, and Quentin Lake. Uh, if you have any um, arguments about my numbers and uh, my best player to ever wear a certain number, definitely reach out. Um, I'm, I like to have those conversations. Uh, you can find me at Ram Showcase at Sheriff Joe Bags. That's on just about every social media. So definitely reach out. Let's have that conversation. Again, check out RamShowcase.com for all your latest as far as the LA Rams go. All of your Sheriff Joe Bags and Ram Showcase content is going to be up there as well as you you can listen to the podcast embedded right in it uh check out the podcast wherever you find your other favorite podcast it is literally everywhere it's places that i didn't even know existed so go find it it's easily it's readily available go listen to ram showcase and definitely share it that helps out a ton 
If you are interested in helping out the show, purchasing a shirt, a Ram Showcase shirt, that is definitely the best way to do it. It means the world to me. So, hey, thank you to everybody who has bought those. Uh, we'll have a link for that in the description below as well. But uh, that is going to do it for me. I am Sheriff Joe Baggs. This has been Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio and the Fan Sided Network. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you so much for listening, and go Rams! Go Rams!